Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I don't hear us. I don't hear us either. Let's try again. (laughs) I should plug in the headsets. It helps. If any sound engineers (laughs) saw how we functioned (laughs) and edited and made up our own words, they'd be like, you have a podcast? Yeah, we totally do. Anybody can have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're awesome. Yes, we are. Anyway. Okay. Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. It is so fun to talk books. And much needed. Right? This is... Life is crazy. And like I've said many times, book club is therapy. It really is. And this is therapy for me today. I know. I may have already been to therapy today, but it's not as enjoyable as this therapy. It's a different kind of therapy. But this one is more enjoyable. This is a lift your spirits. Yes. Therapy. So let's be lifted. I need it today. (sighs) We're slowly trying to get into a routine with like my kids and school. And now Sarah has time on her hands. And what is she doing with that time? Besides, you know, reading books, which I'm right. not doing. <laughs> it's like I have this You're just out of your time. element. So it's like, what I do I do with this element? I don't want to spoil something that I love with my mood. Yeah. That I have this like yucky mood. You're in a transition funk. I am. Any tips? Send them my way. I need them. Yeah. This too shall pass. So they Sit say. and fill your fills. I'm trying. And then let's do great things. Yay. Okay. And talk about books along the way. So before we jump into our books, Jamie. Yes. Do you have a fun fact for us today? Yes. Our book, How High We Go in the Dark. Is that it? That's it. How High We Go in the Dark by Sequoia Nagamatsu. He is an American novelist, short story writer, and professor. Where? I Uh, wonder where he professes. Well, maybe it'll tell. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Well, maybe it won't tell us, but I think it does. Um, He received a Bachelor's of Arts degree in anthropology from Grinnell College and a Master of Fine Arts degree in creative writing from Southern Illinois University. Wow. He was raised in Oahu and San Francisco and attended Pinewood School, a private high school in Los Altos Hills. Interesting he placed wow. his high school in his bio. Is that like a really cool school? Maybe it is, and we just don't know how cool that is. Well, I'm not cool, so I generally don't know the cool things. I hit public school, so not private. Mm-hmm. I'm a public schooler. Where he attributes his love of creative writing beginning. So that's why. Okay. Okay, okay. I should continue to read on. (laughs) He currently lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota with his wife. Oh, I should freeze right there and say, I have read it before. And I just didn't remember I should continue to read on because this part I read. You had already read. This I think is so amazing. Yes, he lives with his wife. Her name's Cole Nagamatsu. Amazing. But he also lives with their cat, Kalahira, a dog, Fenris, and a Sony Abo robotic dog named Calvino. What? Yep. <laughs> That's why I didn't remember anything else because that was the interesting part. He has a robotic dog, and I need to know more about this. That is crazy. I don't know anyone. With I don't a robotic know anyone dog. with a robotic dog. Either. What does it do? It says nothing more about it. Is it like one of those like R two D twos that you can Just get like, that like you can turn on and it rolls around? 
does it, and then you turn it off and you turn it off and put it in the closet until right. you want to play some more with it. Right. Good question. That's what I'm wondering. We need to know. Please. We need share. more info. Um, he has Japanese roots and lived in Niigata city, Niigata city, Japan for about two years prior to attending graduate school. Cool. Um, for his career, when you said, where does he teach? He has taught at the College of Idaho, Southern Illinois University, and the Martha's Vineyard Institute of Creative Writing. Wow, that's cool. I would love to go there. Uh, aside from writing, he currently co-edits Psychopomp Magazine. Wow. I have never heard of Psychopomp Magazine, but there you go. A little bit more about... Sequoia Nagamatsu. This sounds like a very interesting human. Yes. I wonder if this book is going to have a robotic dog in it. Well, it has a lot of like futuristic things. And maybe he got the robotic dog. I'm totally making things up right now. As like research for the book on how to add this robotic dog into his book. So he had to get one. Yeah. What is it like to have like robots in your daily life? I don't know. It kind of scares me. Well, my I've seen too many movies about they turn on you. (laughs) Yes, about robots who start thinking for themselves, and then you have a militia on your hands. And no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. We have enough evil people in the world. We don't need evil robots as well. Oh goodness! All right. So besides that, I'm really excited for this book club book. Yes. By the way. So, Me too. But until then, we have some books to read, and we've been reading some books. Some. Some. We've been talking, Sarah and I, that we're a little behind our reading goal. Yeah. Which we're not going to focus on our reading goal this year, remember? <laughs> no, that's true. But it's hard I, not I to look. Because I'm two behind schedule. I'm four behind schedule. Does that tell you my mood? Somebody send cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's very I'm so depressing. glad you can reach out and state your needs. Yeah. <laughs> Good job advocating for yourself. Sarah needs cookies. <laughs> I'm in a mood. Yeah. We're going to get through it. Yes. And I'm going to find my groove. Mm-hmm. I, I'm confident. You're going to. You're going to do it. But I am not without books to share. Yes, so let's share. Okay, do you want me to go first? I'd love you to. Okay. The first book, I have two very drastically different books. Ooh, my favorite. Yes. Drastic opposites. My first one is The Summer Getaway by Susan Mallory. Okay. Susan is just a very busy writer. Jamie's looking oh at me. Oh my gosh, scroll. she's scroll, scroll, scroll. She's written That's a lot of books. Lots and lots and lots of books. She's like women's lit. Mm-hmm. Not that she's never written outside of that think box. I've ever read anything by her. You said Susan Mallory? Susan Mallory. I love the name Mallory, by the way. I do too. It's one of my favorite names if I like had when more I was girls. like, yes, if I was when I was young and I would name like my dolls or Whatever I was playing, yeah. if I was naming myself something different, Mallory was always, always on the list. Always Mallory. I love it. I, I love had a it. few. I loved Samantha. You know the other I name love I Samantha loved? Samantha too. Felicity. Yeah, you've it said just, that like, before. And I think tongue. it's so funny because that is one I don't, because I don't want to say the T so sharply. Oh. I want to say Felicity. Oh, that's okay too. But I don't like that 
I feel like I'm mispronouncing it when I say Felicity. Mm. I just I, it's love a weird word for my mouth. All of the different like nicknames that you could give. On Felicity? Well, on those kinds of names. Oh, yeah. Like on Samantha, Sam. Yeah, Sam. There's um, Mal or Lori. Yeah. Kind of like that. There's Lissy. Hmm. Anyway. Lissy for Felicity? Mm-hmm. Lissy? I like it. I need, a, I need a nickname. And I think it's because my name is Sarah. And what are you going to call me? Sarah? Sarah Bear. That's what you get. You could. My parents have I'm said I'm going to start Sarah calling you Jane. Ra. 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 Sarah. Hey, Ra. Ra. So I, funny enough that you say that. Yeah. One of my best friends is named Erin. Uh-huh. And I literally call her Rin. Rin. I love it. Her name is Rin to me. Um, I think, I ha- yep, and there is someone I know, her daughter's Catherine, and she goes by Rin. Yeah. I love it. I don't, I had never heard it. I, she but just Aaron always was forever. Rin. That's Forever cute. to me, Rin. Rin. I like, yeah, that's cute. I don't, I don't even know where it came from, but anyway. Okay, sorry. The off, last parts of names. Track. That is off track. Okay, back to my book, The okay. Summer Getaway. Susan Mallory. That's where we got off track. Okay. Yes. Now I remember. The Summer Getaway is the book that I read. It has like 8,700 ratings. Like it's been read a number of times. And a like a 4.1 rating, like average rating. Okay. So people love this book. I, I really enjoy this book. I gave it three stars. Um, super fun, easy summer beach read. Okay. Um, this this book to give you a little bit of background about what it's about is follows this family, um, who the parents are divorced. Their children are young adults. So, son. Younger son is 18, getting ready to leave, go off on his own. Mm-hmm. Then they have an older daughter who is in her early 20s. She is engaged um, to be married, Her and they're pl- in wedding planning mode. Okay. Um, the mom has – they've been divorced now for a number of years, like eight or ten years. She kept the house so that the kids could grow up at home mm-hmm. but the house is very large and the the agreement was that once the kids were out of the house she would either take over payments and buy out the other ex-husband uh-huh. or sell it or sell because he would no longer participate in keeping up keeping the house okay so she's feeling the pinch of well, what what am now, I going to do gonna now do? because I don't have she doesn't have she's just been taking care of children, so um, there's the there's those two, three storylines. Well, dad owns like a a company that a charter boat company where you take people out on tours. They live in Florida mm-hmm. anyway, and so the both kids work for dad, and they have plans and hopes and wants to do the company business and he's treats them like children. So there's okay. that dynamic yeah. happening. Okay. Um, far away in California, cause they live in Florida. Like I said, far away in California lives, um, a distant aunt who they love and adore, but don't see very often. And she lives on her own. She's old. She's like in her nineties and she's got this house that she lives in. That's strange. 
and this is kind of quirky and fun. Like it has secret yeah. passages and it's on like the historic landmarks. Registry. They've got their yeah. eye on it. They would love to own it. Oh. But she's, and she's said that whatever, but she's decided she's going to leave it to the only living relative she can find who is this man. Okay. That's okay, just like a random a, that she doesn't that really know. Found. No, okay. she's been corresponding with him via letter. Okay. But she doesn't like know him well. They've not spent time together. She had to find him. Okay. As she opposed to these him. Florida family members? Well, they're what come to find out, it's they're not blood related, but oh. she took care of her as the as daughter a as a child. Okay. 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 And she is leaving her all of the things that are inside the house. So she gets all the furnishings and things. Okay. He gets the The structure. Okay. So she invites this family member Mm -hmm. to come and stay at the house so that he can see it and understand what she's leaving him. And he's never taken her up on it and finally does. So we have this story going on where he's visiting the house. Okay. This stranger, practically. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then said family, previous family I was talking about, is in Florida, like, dealing with Dealing with this wedding. Well, there's a bunch of things that happen at home. Um, Daughter wants to have her wedding at the house. And mom lets her know she's thinking she's going to have to sell. They get in a fight. Okay. Don't speak. She's... Oh, man. Fights. She's had a boyfriend. Mom has a boyfriend that it comes out. He had some thoughts about her. She breaks up the relationship. So a lot of things are happening. She's like, I need out for a minute and I'm going to go visit. Okay. Auntie. And just goes. Yeah. And so it's all the dynamic of like family life. There's lots of things that are happening. I'm not going to tell you the details, but... It's the things happening here at the house with long lost relative Mm -hmm. start to get visitors from loved ones from Florida Mm -hmm. and all of the fights and family things that happen. It's a really fun story. She obviously knows how to create a character. Yeah. She spins a web that is super fun and interesting. I was definitely interested yeah. Throughout the whole thing, if you've read your share of beach reads, you can see how the strings will be tied up. Mm-hmm. So it's predictable in right. that way. But enjoyable, but easy. definitely enjoyable. Lots of its own fun quirks mm-hmm. and things along the way. I really enjoyed it. I gave it three stars. It's called The Summer Getaway by Susan Mallory. That sounds really good. It is. It's super fun. I, I was just looking through... All the books she's written. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I mean, very you many. scrolled through them, and I just scrolled through them, and I've never, and I was like, maybe I've read one here or there. No, not no. on my radar. She's a best-selling author in her own right. Definitely, yeah. like I said, women's lit. Yeah. Okay. Lighthearted. I'm going to have to give it a try. All right. I read Counterfeit by Kristen Chen. Ooh, I've seen this cover. Yes, it came out in June of this year. It's newer. I think this was a Reese's Book Club um, when it very first came out. So for June, maybe? 
Um, I think that's where I saw it. I follow Reese's book club on Instagram and yeah. um, I did have to wait for a little while. The cover is super fun. Bright yeah. Colors, geometric, very striking, uh, interesting, fun storyline. It is the story of um, a girl. Her name's Ava, Ava Wong. She appears to have everything. She is intelligent. She's a lawyer. She's her husband is, a surgeon he does transplants and she's they've got a baby and from the this big house from the outside it all looks great she looks driven she all the appearance of she's an asian american and the appearance of what asian stereotypical is and it talks about this in the book of intelligent money high power high yes you're doing it and you're doing it well and precise. You got it all together. But behind the scenes, it is crumbling and falling apart. She's never done what she actually wants to do because she's always felt like she's got to keep up appearances. And so the reason she's a lawyer, it's because really the only options were lawyer or doctor when she had some other interests, but those weren't acceptable in her family growing up um, as Asian Americans. So she went into being a lawyer, even though she's really, really good at it, she does not love it. Oh. And um, her husband's a surgeon, like I said, and so and he's gone a lot. And here she has this baby, and it's not going like she thought. So she's like on this temporary leave from work to adjust to the new baby and t- take care of it. But the new baby isn't really a baby anymore. He's getting kind of older, I want to say toddler, but she's still on this hiatus from work and not loving motherhood, not adjusting well. The baby doesn't appear to be um, following the developmental stages there's he's supposed to be following. And so things are just in her on the inside crumbling apart. And then along comes Winnie, this other... Um, this other character that she knew in, I want to say college. She's Asian as well. And something happened. It eludes at the beginning that she started at university and quickly left. And it kind of was like, Ooh, there, a story had just come out about um, SAT fraud and her dis- her leaving at that time made them believe that she was caught up in this SAT fraud. Oh. Well, as she Winnie just comes back in her life out of nowhere and just reaches out to Ava and just they were just going to have lunch and then Winnie said a few few things and kind of led Ava to, you know, like she's got this purse, she's like she walks in and she's got all this expensive like head-turning brands on her. And she, Ava goes with her and they end up returning this purse that she didn't like, this really high end, um, like this, I don't even know purse brands because I'm not really into purses, but a really high end purse that um, she returns and gets money back from at the store. And she confides in Ava that it's a counterfeit purse and she's got this, she has this, she gets these counterfeits and then 
brings them and returns them to high-end stores that have these great return policies. And she is making big money off of this. And Ava has kind of gone from being a lawyer. She's not really doing anything else. And she's not loving being with her because she's like, she agrees to return one purse for her. And it turns into this whole big counterfeit purse rank that Ava gets caught up in. It's really unique. I know nothing about this purse world. So as they're saying these brand names, I'm like, oh, is that how it's pronounced? I didn't know because I'm not, I like me a Cotopaxi fanny pack and I'm just a different ballpark of. Not that those are cheap. Well, that's true, but they're not $5,000. <laughs> no, they're not that. So they're quite a bit cheaper than these bags. Anyway, so it's just kind of fun how everything, she gets really, really caught up in it. And are things going to fall apart? Or are they going to get caught? How? Who's fooling who? When you're counterfeit in one thing, your whole personality could be counterfeit in another thing. And... It's very interesting. It's a peek into a world that I'm sure exists. Oh, yeah. And I just know nothing about it. Multiple worlds. I don't know the high-end purse world, but the counterfeit world and the like sweatshops where they make these counterfeit things. Anyway, really interesting. I gave it three stars. I thought it was great. I got through it really quick because it was just a fun listen and and relatable as a mom who's like, I'm not sure what to do with my kid. And, you know, things just aren't going as... They're supposed to go. So Counterfeit by Kirsten Chen. Three stars. Awesome. Sounds like a good one. Okay. The other book that I have today. Yes. Is like Swing the Pendulum on the other. Not Beach Read. Okay. It's coming over here to a little bit of like darkness. Um, The book is called... What Are You Going Through by Sigrid Nunez. Okay. I have not heard of this. I haven't Um, heard of either of these books. I don't even know where I came on to this book. Hmm. Um, It it was a quicker read. I think it was like, it was like four or five hours. Okay. So maybe like half of the time Mm -hmm. of like a regular novel, I would say. Um, Would this be classified as self-help? Maybe. Non-fiction. Non-fiction. For sure. But I don't think self-help. Okay. I don't know. Non-fiction? Okay. Let's stick with that. (laughs) Okay. So, um, this, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to explain. Sorry if I'm interrupting you on... No, no, I just okay. can't think of how to explain. Okay, so you in this book you're following um a woman mm-hmm. as she interacts with these people around her. Um and just kind of like the things, the way we view life, the way we interact with each other through our own lens, mm-hmm. kind of. Her she has an ex-boyfriend who wrote a paper about like the end of the world. It's like envir- it's like an environmental paper and how we are ruining the world. And okay. he predicts the future as being very bleak. And, you know, you shouldn't have children because the world we are living leaving them is so awful. Like the way that their lives are going to be, it's going to be like horrific. Now, you don't 
get to hear like his speech, you mm-hmm. just hear them talking about the speech after it's done and how like dreary and like you don't even want to live anymore. Like it's so mm. sad and depressing, the future, yeah. the, the way he sees it. And um, so there's that that happens and the take on the idea of what what we have done to ruin our world. Right. And then she um she has a friend, same woman has this friend who is a friend from college. They've lightly kept in touch mm-hmm. um throughout the years and they might meet up for a drink or something here and there um if they're in town together but don't speak very often. Well, okay. this friend reaches out, asks to see her, they go for drinks and it they're kind of taking a walk down memory lane and then um she this friend asks her to come with her on a vacation where she plans to she has she admits that she tells her she has terminal cancer and they talk about um the awful experience she's having dealing with terminal cancer okay. and all of the opinions of everyone around her and how she should and be dealing she with should. it. Everyone telling her what she should do and they're not yes. terminal. Yes. <laughs> and so then it becomes this idea of like, what, you know, what it, we as humans feel like the only appropriate thing to do is to fight. Like we fight and we fight and we fight till the bitter end and everything. Right. Right. We never, ever just like, let it go. Accept and go. Yeah. yeah. And she has decided that she doesn't want the end of her life to be filled with all of the side effects of chemo, mm-hmm. which are, you know, the list was quite long. And so she would like to go on this vacation where she has medication to um, commit suicide. Okay. You know, with mm-hmm. medical help. She talked to a doctor, gave her a prescription, and she has this medicine, but she, and she wants to do it herself. She knows how to do it. She knows what to do. She just wants someone to be there. She doesn't want to be alone. Yeah. So that when she, they need, the doctors need to be called, she won't be found by some random, yes. She doesn't want to do it at home. You know, she'd like to go and make good memories somewhere else. And everyone she has asked has said, no way. I would not help you do this. You don't, you shouldn't do this. And um, she convinces this friend to go along with her. So it's for the, for most of the book, you are hearing the insights of this vacation. And from the point of view of the friend, like, what is this going to be like? That is, when this I is so find her. Crazy. It is different. Yeah. It is a, it is Very a darker story. Story. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, you know, it doesn't go go as planned. Because it's nonfiction. Let's go back. This is nonfiction. This is real. Yeah. She's writing about her experience. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I, at least I think, and now I'm questioning it. Like, is this just someone's like, it felt very real. Very real. Okay. And she just kind of is dry and just a little bit pessimistic and a little bit like, Humdrum through the whole book. Like, uh-huh. it sounds like her own personal life just isn't great anyway. And now she's helping this friend die. And it's just, yeah. it's it's depressing. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I finished it in like a half, you know, half one day and half another day. Uh-huh. So within a couple of days, it was, it's a short listen. And 
I don't know if it was just my mood. So it was like nice to have something dark for my dark mood. I don't along know. With, yeah. But it was really different. I gave it three stars just because it was like, There's some it was depressing. There's You're dark when you're in something dark too. Like this allows me to feel this way. Yeah. Maybe it was something like that. Yeah. Um. So I'm not going to spoil yeah. how it goes. I will okay. say it does not go as planned. Um, there's definitely some things along the way. And it's interesting to to hear they have conversations, right? Her mm-hmm. and her friend. And then she meets up with this um, ex-boyfriend of hers. And he knows what's happening. And is giving her, like, legal advice, right? Like, because yeah. she could be implicated for right. her death. Mm-hmm. And so... Like assisting. Yes. And so it's very... It's very interesting. Yeah. And what yeah. we expect people to go through at the end of their lives, like, why can't we just understand, like, they but should be able to choose. Are you going to suffer and be miserable yeah. until you die? Or say, you know what? It doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. I, and then, like, watching this person who's made this decision to go yeah start to question well when is when do you go yeah when you get to choose that's a big choice like when do you yeah. go anyway it's 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 a different kind of story and that's a I big will ask say. it that's is a big a ask of a friend or a, someone that you know to go in on it with you know to be a part of it and to yeah wow i can't imagine yeah it was it was interesting and it kind I don't even it was an interesting ending uh-huh. I'll say I would love someone else to read it so we could talk about it it's that kind of a story is, like yeah yeah like what did you think of that anyway right. so hmm. if you are if you've read it please let me know I want to know what you thought about it and um, if you haven't read it for and you're interested in this talk to me about it. Like, read it so we can talk about it. But, yeah, I'm going to have to get that on my list because, woo, sounds like a doozy. Yeah. I Sometimes I get a little nervous, though. Is it going to be too painful? No. No? It's not a okay. painful book. It's just, like, drudgery sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, the way that she looks at the world. And it's just, it's not like an optimistic light reading beach read where everything yeah, works yeah. out peaches and ice cream. Right. Um, it's definitely like a darker feeling to the book, but it's mm-hmm. not, it's not going to end in like a sadness. Okay. It's not like that. It's just, you're thinking about heavier things. Yeah. And not yeah. from a, everything's going to be fine point of view. It'll all work out. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. Okay. All right, my last book is The Lifeguards by Amanda Iyer Ward. This book came out in April of this year. I don't think I've read anything else by this author. Um, oh, I have. <laughs> I'm lying already. <laughs> the Jet Setters. She wrote The Jet Setters. Oh, that okay. came out just in the last year. I've read that and I enjoyed it. So I have read others, but she has quite a few other books. I haven't read any of those. I liked this book. I loved the setting. Ooh. It started out like so enthralling because of this setting. And it turns out before I started reading this book, maybe two weeks ago, 
this post popped up on Facebook of this place in Austin, Texas, and it is called Barton Springs in Texas. And it's, it's right like in the city of Austin. And it's, it's, there's like this green belt, there's all these big trees. And the way I explained it to Sarah earlier is like, um, Central Park, where it's all the trees around the edge and the middle is just park and all that green when you look at it from an aerial view. But instead of it being a green park, it's a water like a swimming hole. It's this and there's a municipal swimming pool as part of it too. It's kind of like dammed off. And so you've got this swimming hole that people go to to swim and it's a real place and that's where this book is set it really is the coolest looking place like go look at the pictures look at the pictures i want to go to back to austin i've been before and never been here or heard of it so when i saw it on facebook i took a screenshot and sent it to my sister and she's in houston but we've driven up to austin a couple times when i go to visit her and i'm like why have we never been here yeah like this looks amazing it has lifeguards like this is it's cool. A place to go. It looks cool. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it, but it looks cool. So this is the setting of the book. Um, Barton Springs is um, right in the city. There's this green belt around it that they refer to a lot. And being in the city, there's a lot of um, older neighborhoods and some more rundown um, places. But then on the other side of this green belt are these humongous homes. There's oil money, like there's a lot of money in these huge homes that like the backyards go into this green belt and you can get to those swimming, the watering holes. So the swimming holes, there's like the big municipal part that you can go to that's pretty public and easy to get to and there's lifeguards. But then there's also along these trails in the green belt that you can get to more secretive swimming holes that like the teenagers will go they know all these little paths to get to and they'll go hang out there cool. and some cliffs there's some cliff jumping and so the story is there's the moms of these teenage boys and these um teenage boys have grown up together they're buddies and then the moms have raised these boys together but they all are kind of living their own secret lives as we do we sure. put on a different face sometimes out in the open than what we are on the inside or when we go back home. And so even as close as these moms are, there are a lot that is hidden. Sure. Okay, so that's the moms and they get together for these like dog walks to go and talk, but nobody really has a dog. Oh. So they're just like, let's go walk the dogs at this time. And that just means we've got to get out and go chat. And they have their like mommy margaritas, mamaritas, oh, as they call just these, you know. Yep. And then... And then there's these teenage boys, and they're all experiencing their own things. One of the boys is a twin with a girl, um, Romney. And then these boys, it's their last day of school is kind of when it starts. And then the next day is their first day of summer. And these boys have all gotten a job. They're 15 as lifeguards at the swimming hole. And they're, it turns out that that night, the night of the last day of school, they find a a body on a, one of the trails in the green belt and they don't have any cell reception there. They attempt to give her mouth to mouth and they're trying, but 
nothing worked. And so they ride their bikes home really fast and they tell their parents. And so the story goes from there on how the parents respond. And they immediately like decide all together, these moms, and there's, there's a few husbands in the mix as well that decide that they will report the body found, but they're going to report it anonymously. They do not want to get their boys caught up and put them through this whole thing. So the book is trying to figure out, you know, first who this girl is, and then how she died. And there are multiple, it uncovers multiple things that lead to different people the whole time. Oh, it was really good. It was interesting. I feel like, you know, this second half of the book started to kind of drag when I was like, come on, pick up the pace, pick up the pace. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just over. Oh. So then I was like, wait, wait, now you picked up the pace too much. Oh, interesting. So I was a little disappointed because I love the setting so much and, and the beginning an so much. And then it just kind of dragged a little, but, and then it ended. And not that I didn't like the story. I yeah. just think the pacing was a little off. Okay. Setting, great. Characters, great. Pacing off a little bit. Sure. And there was also this little piece that would come in that was like these online comments, and it would be like, Mama Victoria. And so it was like the the gossip mill online, the comments online of, oh, did you hear there's a... So there was this voice every once in a while that came in that were all these like, Vodka Mama says, blah, 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 blah. And it's just these chats. And they're hilariously ridiculous like what moms complain about on these chats and you just want to roll your eyes and some people do do the rolling eye emoji and all of that which i love reading the comments on things sometimes people can be so hilariously funny and so that was kind of fun in the book too but ultimately i gave it three stars it's called the lifeguards um by amanda iyer ward okay got a few good books that's a good read yeah yeah very fun. We'll read more. That's the goal. Yeah. Always. I am just in case you're wondering, currently in the middle of The It Girl so by Ruth jealous. Ware. Didn't finish it in time to talk about it today, but next, next time. Week. I'm still like three weeks out on the library, maybe four on that one. I thought when you said it, I was like, oh, I just got it. But I, it was a different book that I it's just good. got. It's good. I'm halfway through. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who done it. Who done it. Uh, yeah, I'm four weeks on that, but three weeks on Carrie Soto is back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So where am I on that one? I may get that one before. Did they finally order more of those? Yeah, it says there's 20 copies, 20 copies ordered. I'm 14th in line right I'm now. I'm 22nd in line. Out of 160 people. But the the It Girl, it, I'm 52nd in line. There's 207 people waiting with 31 copies. So people get wow. going on that, but it's a long book. It's so 17 hours. So I can see why hours. it's taking longer for people to get through it. Yeah, it's long. And and I'm still trying to decide if it's necessary that it's this long. <laughs> we'll see. I'll report yeah. back. Okay. I can't wait to hear about it. But not that it. I'm not enjoying I'm actually very much enjoying really it. I think I needed it. a good book like this, which I've talked about like a few times ago, like I keep waiting for like a book that's so great. And this is really good. Good. So far. Okay. I can't wait. Sounds Yay! good. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. 
rate and subscribe. We love hearing from you and what you think. Yes. And oh, I just wanted to jump in and say, we are aware our podcast didn't upload on Monday last week. We're not sure what happened. Um, It did finally go up Wednesday morning. And so we apologize, but we're glad it's there now. If that ever happens again, thank you listeners for letting us know because I was not aware that it didn't go and um, a listener let me know. So thank you. Yeah, we we always try to have something ready, or you yeah. would know that it wasn't. That it, yeah, or we'd let you know, hey, we're having we some difficulties this week. Yeah, we, or we don't have something this week. But that one, I it had been put up, it was scheduled. Yep, and then it didn't, um, it post. didn't post for some reason. So we still don't know why. But Wednesday morning, it showed up. Yay! We're glad that you got to have it, and Thanks hopefully, this patience. one will be just fine. Yeah. Thanks to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.